Okay, huh? Hey everyone, this is Phil. And this is Ellen. Since this week is the Lunar New Year holiday, Kueni, we'll be taking a break. But don't worry, we'll be back with all new episodes on February 4th. So today, we're rebroadcasting an episode from our Pronounce It Like a Pro series. It's our episode on the Ninth Tone. So check it out and be sure to subscribe to the Pronounce It Like a Pro podcast series if you haven't yet. Enjoy and see you in the year of the rat. Hi everyone, you're listening to Bite Size Taiwanese. A brand new podcast giving you a taste of real everyday Taiwanese. I'm Phil. And this is Alan. Welcome to the sixth episode of our Pronounce It Like a Pro series. Ten episodes to help you nail your Taiwanese pronunciation. Hey, so Phil, do you want to go see a movie? 你赢五赢不? Hmm? 赢? Am I free? Uh, when? Well, I already told you. 赢? Tonight. Wait. What? What? <laughs> Doesn't Ying mean free, not busy? When did you say tonight? Oh, I first said Ying in the ninth tone, which means tonight. Well, it's different from Ying, not busy, free, which is in the fifth tone. So, the Ying Wu Ying Bo means tonight are you free? Wait, did, did you just say ninth tone? Yeah, the ninth tone. There's a ninth tone? <laughs> I thought the last one was an eighth tone. Isn't that enough? No, well, it's not technically an official tone, but there is something that people call the ninth tone, which is a rising tone. But instead of rising from low to mid, like the fifth tone, the ninth tone rises from mid to high. So it is a higher rising tone. I get it. Like the fifth tone doesn't want to be alone and be the only rising tone. See, for all the other tones, there are two flat tones, two falling tones, and two stops. <laughs> oh, well, now the fifth tone doesn't have to be the only rising tone. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now that we know what a ninth tone should sound like, today let's talk about where we might come across it. Okay, sounds good to me. So let's first look at three situations where you might encounter a ninth tone mid-rising. Right. Case one, it can happen with some contractions of two or even three syllables. Case number two, you have it when adjectives get tripled. And case number three, you'll see it with some foreign long words. Okay, so now let's look at all these cases more closely, one by one. Okay, so in case number one, we mentioned contractions. In Taiwanese, contractions happen frequently. But not every contraction results in a ninth tone. That's right. It's mainly in contractions where the tones from the two syllables are going from a mid-pitch in the first syllable to a high pitch in the second syllable. So when these two syllables merge into one syllable, you can see how something like a mid-flat seventh tone merging with a high-flat first tone becomes a mid-rising ninth tone. This is exactly what we see with sang. Yesterday, it is a contraction of the two syllables sa mid flat and hm high flat, so merge together. Sa hm sa hm sa hm sa hm sa hm. 
<laughs> yeah, you get sang. <laughs> now let's compare it to a fifth tone, low rising, sang, like the measure word for trees, jitang. Now listen to the ninth tone, mid rising, sang, like for the word yesterday. I'll say the two together. First, the fifth tone, and then the ninth tone. Low rising, sang. Mid rising, sang. Well, luckily, the ninth tone isn't common enough that you'll run into situations where using the fifth tone instead of the ninth tone will cause confusion. By the way, to show that a syllable is in the ninth tone, the diacritic is two slightly angled lines. It sort of looks like. Ending quotation marks. Now let's look at another contraction example. Ing, meaning tonight, and in some regional dialects, it's often contracted to ing. Some other dialects might keep the two syllables separate, or use a different terms for tonight. Okay, let's try it. Ing, 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 ing. <laughs> If we look at the syllables individually, the first syllable, a, is a mid flat seventh tone, and the second syllable, hm, is a high flat first tone. So again, they merge to, in, as a mid rising ninth tone. So contrast this with the fifth tone, low rising, ying, meaning idle, free, not busy. I'll say the fifth tone first, and then the ninth tone. So low rising, ying. Now mid rising, ying. All right. Now let's take a look at case number two: triplicated adjectives. So this is when an adjective gets repeated three times. The first syllable is usually put in the ninth tone. For example, let's look at the adjective red, ang. So now if we double the adjective, which is also called a reduplicated adjective. It has the effect of lessening the intensity of the adjective's meaning, so it suddenly becomes red-ish, and the first syllable undergoes a tone change, so it sounds like ang ang. Now, if we triple the adjectives, which is technically called a triplicated adjective, it has the effect of intensifying the adjective, so the meaning becomes really red, and the sound with the first syllable now has a ninth tone. Sounds like. Ang ang ang. Now in this example, the adjective red ang is a low rising fifth tone. But for triplicated adjectives, as long as the original adjective is a first, fifth, seventh, or eighth tone, the triplicated version will have its first syllable in the ninth tone. In other words, the second, third, and fourth tones follow the regular tone change in triplicated adjectives. Well, another way to memorize this is first. Fifth, seventh, and eighth tones are the ones that go down or lower the pitch when they change tones. Well, let's do a quick review. First tone is a high flat that changes to a mid flat. Fifth tone is a low rising tone that stops rising and changes to a mid flat or mid falling. And seventh tone is a mid flat that changes to a mid falling tone. So first, fifth, seventh, all step downward when they change. Eighth tone is the high stop that changes to a low stop, but in a triplicated adjective, they want to be different, so they become a special rising tone that's even higher than a normal rising tone. So this creates a big dramatic 
up-down, up-contrast in triplicated adjectives for these tones. Maybe Taiwanese people just feel like it would be too boring to repeat the same <laughs> word three times in a row. <laughs> okay, let's look at another example. Doa is an adjective in the mid-flat seventh tone that means big. Doa doa means mm, biggish or sort of big. The first syllable goes down and changes to mid-falling. Doa 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 means really big. The first syllable becomes mid-rising ninth tone. Okay, now it's time to look at case number three, foreign loanwords. So these are mainly loanwords from Japanese, but many of them you can still hear were originally borrowed from English. Generally speaking, syllables that aren't final in a word change tone, but none of the tone change rules we have change to a rising tone. So you normally wouldn't hear a rising tone in the first syllable of a word. But this rising tone sound is common in Japanese loanwords, and so some people use the ninth tone mark when writing those loanwords to indicate that the first syllable is a special rising tone. Well, there can be two, three, or even more syllables. Regardless, the ninth tone always. Regardless, the ninth tone always occurs on the first syllable. So here's an example of a two-syllable loanword. Enjin. En is in the ninth tone, and jin is in the second tone. High falling. As you can probably tell, the word means engine. Now let's look at a three-syllable example. Lai Lingu. Lai is in the ninth tone. Lin is in the second tone, high falling, and Gu is in the third tone, low falling. This word means a tank top, muscle tee, or undershirt, and comes from the Japanese Raningu, which in turn comes from the English word running. Well, I don't think "daringu" actually means tank top <laughs> in Japanese, so it may be just the meaning it took in Taiwanese. Well, all right. So these are the three cases that you might come across with the ninth tone, mid rising. Not too bad, right? Well, actually, there's one more special case. Huh? What? <laughs> well, for some onomatopoeia or some particles used to express certain moods, like the surprise sound, huh? which you just made, <laughs> since they have a special higher-than-normal rising pitch, some people will use the ninth tone mark to write this sound. What? That's useful! <laughs> okay, let's do some quick exercises for practice and review. We'll read a syllable once in the fifth tone and once in the ninth tone. Tell us which one was said in the ninth tone, the first one or the second one. Dai, dai. The first one. Tiong, tiong. The first one. Ta, ta. The second one. Now we'll read a few words that are often contracted. We'll give you the full word and then pause before giving you the contracted version. See if you can say the contraction with the ninth tone before we do. Zabokian. 
Juane Zuan or Zuan Buyao Kin Wakin. Next, we'll read a pair of loan words. One of them has a ninth tone. Which one is it? We'll repeat the word that has the ninth tone. Shokpang. Kanbang. Kanbang. Dinjin. Mishin. Dinjin. Hantoru. Hoteru. Hantoru. Raketo. Pacento. Pacento. Sampuru. Golfu. Sampuru. We'll read some reduplicated adjectives and then pause before giving the triplicated adjective. See if you can say the triplicated adjective out loud before we do. First tone. Shu. Shu shu. Sort of warm. Shu shu shu. Really warm. Fifth tone, tam, 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 sort of wet. Tam, 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 really wet. Seventh tone, boo, 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 sort of blurry or hazy. Boo, boo, boo. Really blurry. Eighth tone. Pe. Pe, pe. Sort of white. Pe, pe, pe. Really white. Eighth tone. Shik. Shik, shik. Sort of cooked. Shik, shik, shik. Really cooked thoroughly. So if you want to see the translations or characters for what words we used, be sure to check out the episode page. All right, that's all for our sixth Pronounce It Like a Pro episode. To review what we've discussed today, visit our website, bitesizetaiwanese.com, and go to the episode page where you can find a recap of everything that we covered. You'll be able to see all the words we used in our examples to make it clear. For those of you who haven't checked out our Taiwanese pronunciation guide, download it for free from our website when you sign up for our mailing list. And if you've already signed up for our mailing list at our website, then check your inboxes, and you should have an email providing you instructions on how you can download yours. Finally, we'd also like to give a big thank you to all of our listeners out there who have been so supportive of us since our launch a couple of months ago. Thank you for helping us spread the word. It's been a wonderful year. You all are so awesome. Also, we want to give a big thanks to our talented curriculum designer Pinchi. He's such a vital part to making all of this happen. Thanks, Pinchi. We couldn't do it without you. 
We'd also like to give a special thanks to Yorin, William, and Alfonso for their help with the episodes and teaching materials. Thanks, Yorin, William, and Alfonso. We'll be taking the next two weeks off, but we'll be back in January with all new episodes. We hope everyone has a safe and happy holidays. Merry Christmas! Happy holidays and happy new year! See you next year! 再会! 再会